Welcome to The Paleo View. I'm bestselling author and co-creator of realeverything.com, Stacey Toth. I focus on being healthy inside and out through real life, food, and talk. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times bestselling author and creator of thepaleomom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Hello, listeners. Happy Thanksgiving slash Black Friday, whichever day it is for you. Um, Or if you're listening to this, not immediately after. Why? Why are you listening back to all of the (laughs) podcasts? Oh, you're like, somebody's listening to this like May 13th. Exactly. 2020. And they've just listened to, I don't know how many hundreds of episodes in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> um yes, that's true. I I I try when we're recording though mostly to think about current listeners. I know, I know. That's what I was saying. Like, hey, happy Thanksgiving, except those of you listening later. In which case, I'm sorry. Case, but, but welcome. But like welcome to the podcast. Welcome anyway. Thanks for, no, in all seriousness, like thanks for hanging in there, friend. <laughs> Anyway, it is Monday for us, and we debated doing an in-person podcast because Sarah is coming to my house for Thanksgiving. With the family, the whole, we're all going to hop in the car and drive and drive and drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. Oh my gosh, it's not that much driving. It's uh, 12 just over 12 hours in of actual driving. That's that's a lot for us. We're we're not people who like a car. We need we need Matt to drive down here yep. and come get us and then drive back up. <laughs> he would do it too, except he's busy preparing for you to right. be here. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I want to eat his food, so <laughs> we're, we're, good. we're good with this arrangement. Yeah, and not only you, but Russ Crandall from the domestic man and his entire family are coming for Thanksgiving as well. And I'm hosting my family. So it's, we've never had a Thanksgiving this big and we're both really excited and super frightened. And then the day after we're having Friendsgiving because you and Russ will be in town and we have so many local paleo and real food bloggers in the area. Like we needed to do an event where we could all hang out. And so we're hosting two parties in a row because <laughs> I'm an overachiever like that. Um, well, on the bright side, you have food blogging friends coming over who like to cook. That's true. What I loved about you all visiting is you immediately texted me and were like, what can we bring? What can we make? Let's make multiple pies. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like, pulling fingernails out of my family to ask them to bring like deviled eggs, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, that's not true. My, my sister Abby makes good deviled eggs and she always brings them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's nice. There will be for sure no lack of good food. And 
if I told Matt, if nothing else on Friday, like if we're just all dead and we can't do anything, we can just serve leftovers. <laughs> like it's right? not that big of a well, deal. I'm actually, I'm planning on cooking tomorrow so that I bring everything pre-made so that I'm, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know what the oven situation is going to be or the stovetop. You know what the simplest thing is? Bring, you know, bring something for Friendsgiving that can just come out of the fridge and go onto a plate and then bring something for, thing. I mean, pie obviously is going to be fine. And then, you know, I'm going to bring some stuffing. Hopefully if I can find the ingredients tomorrow, it's been uh, one of those things where like the key ingredient that you count on all of a sudden is not in stores and it's very frustrating, but there's more stores for me to check out tomorrow. And then that's this is your fault for using real food ingredients to make recipes. It is, it is, it is true. <laughs> it is true. But, um, but you know, then I'll, I'll make something up. I'll, I'll wing it and have something else to bring. But, um, I had a fun time today cause I pulled out my cooler and then I tried to fit my pie plates in it. It turns out my pie plates don't fit. So we're going to make a rectangular pumpkin pie to bring. Are, are you going to make your pumpkin pie, but like in a custard format? Cause you know, that's my favorite. I'm going to make it with my new favorite crust recipe, which is not the crust. It's the crust recipe, the way it is in paleo principles, but not the way it is on the blog. Um, and then, but it's, I've got like a rectangular, it's like a deep dish pie basically. So it's going to be mostly custard with a little, a little pie crust to to look fancy. I'm just going to eat the custard out of the middle. I mean, pie crust is fine and all, but I'd way rather eat more of the filling. It's just personal preference. Can I tell you the thing that I dislike cooking the most out of all things? Is it it's, pie crust? It's pie crust. <laughs> this is why I'm like, just bring your pumpkin custard. <laughs> I mean, I could just do like a double or triple batch of custard and just make it pumpkin custard. It's, I, I don't say this because you're my friend. Like if I didn't know you, I would make that recipe. It's so good. So for those <laughs> listeners who don't know, I'm referring to, Sarah has a recipe called, I think it's like the best paleo pumpkin pie is the name of the recipe or something. And you can just make the inside. We, when I was lifting, it was like my favorite lifting snack to take to the gym. I would just cut the sweetener and just make the custard pudding. And it had good carbs and there's protein in it from the eggs. And it has like cardamom that's magic with the pumpkin. So this is your infomercial for a pumpkin pie when you've just eaten a bunch of pie already and you're like, do I want to make another one? Probably not. But when I do, it's going to be Sarah's. Uh, when Mira had her tonsils and adenoids removed, like almost exactly a year ago now, it was, it was just after Thanksgiving last year, uh, she was really, really sick. And it's, I mean, this is, you know, classic for kids to not want to eat. And they keep saying, like, just keep them hydrated, give them anything that has any kind of liquid, like whatever you can do to get get stuff into them. But she was sort of old to have it done. So she um, basically didn't react as well to the anesthetic as younger kids do. So she was really, really sick afterwards. And the thing that I made for her that I could get her to eat was that pumpkin custard and I loaded it with collagen peptides to up the protein. And it turns out 
It's pretty tasty. Such a good idea. I hope you do that when you make the custard coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like you, you served want, this for myself. <laughs> do we want breakfast or dessert? I mean, I guess, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Done. I mean, if I can get away without making a pie crust, then I'm a happy camper. Especially because Janie, Russ's wife, is making a pumpkin pie. And I already ordered two pies from the gluten-free bakery. So I think I think we're straight on pies. I'm, I'm feeling solid about a custard. What's, what's our total head count? Uh, I did the math... And I put it somewhere. I think it's like twenty three or something. It's not. It's not a little amount. <laughs> so three pies. It's like eight slices of pie. At least, yeah. But like most people want a smaller piece so they can have like multiple things. It'll be fine. We will be fine. <laughs> I. I'm not. I'm not most people. I'm like, yeah, I want a piece of pie and a piece of that pie. <laughs> no, I don't want a smaller piece. I just want two pieces of pie. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Although, um, I think it was, yeah, it was Mira this morning. She goes, wait, we're driving all the way there for only two days. And she, I was like, yeah, that, that's, that's like, that's all we have. To, that's all the time we have this time. And she, she just, she was like, oh, I guess it'll be okay then. <laughs> she was like, really, she really like got her nose out of joint. So I was saying like, Oh, you know, you can start thinking about, you know, what car entertainment, what you're going to do. I was going to say, think about all the books they'll read in the car. Yeah. Well, Mir's in this phase where she gets really motion sick. So she'll listen to something instead. Um, but yeah, she, and she did it to me today. She, uh, I took my car, uh, to get serviced because it was due and it made a lot of sense to have maintenance done before going on a very long road trip. And, uh, and she came with me and then on the way home, she was writing in a notebook in the car, which she knows always makes her super motion sick. And she did it anyways. And by the time we got home, she was green and it took, I mean, she was, it was probably like an hour and a half or two hours before she was like felt normal again. And I was like, you, you have to promise me that you are not going to write in a notebook in the car on our way up to DC because there's, we're not pulling over so that you can recover from motion sickness. If you do that, she was like, fine. But uh, yeah, you know, the choices, she just turned nine. Yes. Yesterday yesterday feels like a really long time ago right now. So she's doing her whole, I'm nine. So I'm like a practically a grown up thing. Speaking of birthdays, someone mm-hmm. on this podcast has a birthday, but they don't like to talk about it. Someone on this podcast who had a birthday the day before her daughter turned nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know, do you know the nice thing about having a child born who almost shares a birthday with you. <laughs> almost. I I was in labor for 20 and a half hours. So she could have been born three hours earlier and shared a birthday with me. But no, 3 a.m. the next day was her. her th- but like 17 and a half hours of labor would have been delightful compared to 20 and a half. Um, but I was saying my mother-in-law was like, so, you know, how you, how you doing? I was like, it's really hard to dwell when you have to move right on to the next birthday the next day. Um, 
but yes, I had a birthday on Saturday. I'm, 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 I'm older. You're really just a week older since the last time we spoke, but happy birthday. Thank you. Um, my kids, uh, cause they're nerds, uh, keep saying, mom, you're the answer to the life universe and everything. And I guess that's true now. You're kind of the answer to their universe and everything, considering they wouldn't exist without you, regardless of how magic your number is. That's that's true, but they're much more about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, <laughs> references rather than actually making a statement about the fact that they exist because I birthed them. <laughs> well, listeners, if you haven't figured it out yet... This is a check-in show, because we're preparing to be together, which will surely amount to something for you. Uh, I, I guarantee you there will be something that Sarah makes me do that's uncomfortable and looking into her eyes and who knows what else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some Facebook Live, some recording in person, something like that. Um So we know that we've got another show coming for you next week that we'll get to do um, when we're together, but we wanted to still check in with you. We haven't done a check-in show in a long time. We try to keep our content um, adding value to your lives, but also we really like to be able to check in and say, how are you doing? We hope you had a wonderful holiday. Um, So... In the spirit of giving you more than just, hey, how are you? I want to share a a lesson that I've learned in the last couple of years around this time of year. And um, specifically the last two years, our family has really focused on gifting experiences over items or things. And um, it has become something that the boys look forward to in a way that I am so appreciative of and grateful for. We were sitting at dinner this evening talking about where they would love to go on their next vacation and wouldn't that make a great Christmas gift? And I love the idea that they recognize that that's something that costs money, that that's something that you know takes effort for Matt and I to plan, and that that is a gift for us to do as a family, even if it happens in February or the summertime or whenever it happens that <clears throat> that's what they want for Christmas. They don't want any big things for themselves. They they each asked for a couple of little things and then they were like, what we really want is to go on a vacation. Like you gave us the cruise last year. That was awesome. So we also have been doing a lot of family crafting together at like a local workshop that does pre-made crafts and you can go online and you can sign up for a craft And then you go in and they've made the stencils and you just, you know, do the craft together for a couple of hours. And it's amazing. And they were saying that they wanted to gift that to their grandmother and do that with her and how much she would love it. And I love that they're thinking about the idea of spending time with people and creating memories with people as a gift idea. So because I know that a lot of people 
if, especially if you're listening to this on Black Friday, <laughs> are thinking about gifting and, and all of that kind of stuff. I just wanted to share the experience and the magic that I've had. I mean, obviously, it's not like you just wake up one day and you tell your kids there's not going to be a lot of wrapped presents under the tree and they're excited about it. But I think after living that experience for a couple of years, they're now excited about it and they're thinking about how they can do that for others. And I just am so grateful to see that in my children and wanted to share that and the idea of it with everybody. I, I love that they're translated because it's been two years. Has it been two years? Of, yeah. Yeah. Since the great switch over yep. to experiences over physical items. I love that they're translating that to like beyond the immediate family. Um, that's, I mean, that, that shows such an appreciation for extended family and and understanding the the value of time spent together that's such a lovely you know priority to to teach your children i, I love that value it's that's Thank you. I, I had like, I had one of those like proud mommy moments where I'm like, okay, you're good kids. I love you. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Like my kids want for nothing, right? Like we, they're, we, we live a very wonderful life and it's easy to not want for things and to want to, you know, give experiences when, you know, there isn't this deferral to no, you can't get this thing because you have to wait for Christmas or their birthday or whatever. So I, it's not that we don't have things. I personally feel like I want less things. Like every time I go to organize or clean or whatever, I'm just like, we have too much stuff. We need to get out of the house. So, um, and I don't know if that comes with age or what, because I feel like when you're in your twenties and at least for me, early thirties, it was a lot about like, wanting all the things and I, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what that was about. And now I don't want the things, you know, I want them yeah, gone. No, I, I totally daydream about like having to downsize because I have to live in a tiny home, like, and, and figure out what three things I'm going to keep. Right. I, I literally will be like, ah, oh, someday there won't be all these belongings here. Um, but I also come from a, a very, very long, long line of pack rat. I'm pretty sure it's genetic. <laughs> it's not. I'm pretty sure it's. So it's 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 very interesting because I have a family who um, values things like the plate that my great great grandmother served Christmas cookies on. So I also have a family that um, just tends to to collect these types of things. So realistically, I, I will never actually be able to downsize to, to that level. But uh, I have the same struggle. But what I'm realizing, and I know it's cliche, and I'm, I know that there's a thousand books about this and, you know, whatever, but like, I've started to realize that there are certain things that I've kept that you know, belong to someone just because they belong to someone. And that clutters the things that belong to someone that I look at them and I remember the person or mm-hmm. I have a memory and it brings me joy. And I have started to be able to let go of some of the things that just because they belong to someone doesn't mean that I need it or that it has that memory or whatever, because I have the same thing. I have like a box, Sarah, I have a box of cards that like every holiday when someone gives me a card, I can't let go of it because it's like a personalized note. It's disturbing um, because I'm like emotionally attached 
to objects that hold memories. And I've had to like start to teach myself that that's not where the memory is, that that's like triggering a memory that already exists. And there are some cards that are sentimental and special. <laughs> then there are others that just say, happy birthday, your brother. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need that. So, yeah. So the, the funny story is one of the, um, so we, we don't necessarily spring clean in this house. We just have like, Hey, there's nothing going on this long weekend, or you know, this would be a good weekend to go through this corner or this corner. So, like for example, yesterday I actually like completely reorganized my pantry, um, not because of any particular reason other than it seemed like a good day to do it. So over the summer, and this was when that uh, my husband was, uh, "Hey, can we go through the cards?" And I was like, "Oh yeah," because they've just been it's like probably five years worth of they haven't been sorted. It's a giant pile. And we actually went through all of them and the ones that were like, you know, dear person, love so-and-so got recycled. And we actually like put in chronological order for, for birthdays and for years and created a whole file box of cards. But we got rid of probably three quarters of them. I'm glad to hear that I'm not alone. But also for listeners benefit, I hope we're motivating you to take on the challenge of sorting through the the <laughs> cards you're hoarding. And then there's a group of people who are like Matt, who are completely not sentimental, who are rolling their eyes and wondering what the heck is wrong with you for keeping <laughs> cards. Oh, balance. So that's my soapbox. And also just a reminder that if you chose to indulge, uh, refer back to our cheat or treat show and um many of the podcasts that we've done previously around the holidays you can we'll put some links in the show notes but you can always just google the paleo view at any time and then put in the topic that you're looking for so you know if you're gut healing or you know sick or whatever it is if you um have a a cold and you want to boost your immune system after being exposed to a bunch of people over the holidays or whatever it is we have tons of shows on those topics from the bajillion years that we've been doing this. And um, yeah, and there's nothing, nothing about that that would have changed. So definitely go back and listen to that. And please do not throw away your turkey carcass. Put it in your Instapot with some water (laughs) and vinegar. No vegetables. Refer back to our broth show and just pressurize that thing until it's soft. And if you don't have an Instapot, Get on Amazon right now and get yourself a Black Friday Instapot. You can use the link in the show notes if you want to support us. But if not, just get one because everybody needs at least one Instapot, in my personal opinion. I actually got a uh, – so I live – the department store that's close to me is a Kohl's. And I got their, like, Black Friday flyer. And the thing on the front was their doorbuster deal this year is going to be an Instapot. So – it's all the rage. I, I know that I know that a bunch of places are doing Instapot deals, but if you're in your jammies and you're sitting around eating pie, like you can just get it delivered to your doorstep and then it'll be there in a day or two because Amazon Prime is amazing and just put your turkey carcass in it with some water and vinegar and it'll be magic because turkey broth is delicious. It really is. There's nothing like it. It's so delicious. Speaking of broth, I think yes, I told ma'am. you. I think you told you we got a puppy, right? You did. 
You sent me pictures. So we went to the vet and my vet told me that my puppy was getting slender. <laughs> she's her little ribs are starting to show and she's three pounds. She's tiny. She's teeny tiny. Um, because she was on the equivalent of like McDonald's junk food, dog food when we got her and we transitioned oh. her to like a clean, um, Stella and Chewy's. It's, it's not like endorsed or anything. It's just the brand that we chose. Um, which is like a cleaner ingredient and it has dehydrated raw food on the outside and then like kibble on the inside. Um, but it's shelf stable kibble, which is what she was used to. Well, it's not as tasty because she was on the McDonald's of dog food. Oh, and so, so she, we did like a split, like 50, 50, and then she mm -hmm. was eating it. So when we were transitioning her off of the old food into the new food and it was like 50, 50 and whatever, she was eating it because it was blended in. But once we went entirely to the new food, um, she would take like a few bites and, you know, like she was eating, but she wasn't like, mm, this is crazy amazing. I put a spoonful of like broth that was like gelatin in the fridge. I didn't heat it up. I didn't melt it over the food. I just mixed it in to her food and she got the shakes of excitement. Like she literally oh. headstanded into the food and ate the entire bowl. And so we've been putting broth into her bowl with every meal now and she goes nuts for it and I was like it's our dog look she <laughs> loves broth <laughs> well it's probably so good for her too so definitely and also I was so like duh glad that we don't put vegetables into our broth because dogs are not supposed to have like onions and garlic and she's so tiny that even a little bit in a broth would probably you know, bother her. I don't even know what they do to dogs. I just know it's on the no-no list. Um, so, and people were mentioning that to me in social media and I was like, no, no, if you're making broth, like your, your base broth is just bones, water, bones and vinegar. Water. And yep. they were like, what? I'm, I feel like I've been sending this message for so long. People like don't put vegetables in with your bones and your Instapot because they will overcook and get bitter and ruin your broth. Just vegetables water and vinegar I promise it will be delicious and then you can flavor it once you have your base that's when you you know then cook it with whatever you want to cook it for like really, a little while I mean if you're gonna just if you're gonna sip the broth you can still sip that broth all it really needs is salt yep like just a bones and water broth is still very very tasty it doesn't have the same sort of aromatic quality as if you add aromatic vegetables strangely shocking counterintuitive um but it's still you know like what what really makes it like the the th number one thing that makes broth tasty in a mug is getting the the amount of salt just right uh holy endorse all of that you know who i learned that from that uh, actually Russ Crandall ah yes the two best men who know how to cook in my life <laughs> but, but also the like food chemistry yes yes nerds yes. they yeah. both I love it when they geek out about that kind of stuff together yeah yeah I'm excited you all will be here as this podcast is going live with everyone we will be cooking things and eating stuff and 
playing board games and having a good time. Um, we got snow last week, but I don't think you're going to experience that while you're here. I was going to ask if, if there was any snow left on the ground. Just like in piles on the sidewalk where the plows pushed it up. But it's melting pretty quickly now. We had a, a My like, kids will still be in those piles. <laughs> it was like a 50 degree day today, so I don't know if they'll be able to find any. But All right. Well, listeners, experiences, broth, that's all I got for you. I tried. I, I pulled something out. <laughs> Listen, I had to clean Cole's room this week for you, Sarah, because you're sleeping in Cole's room. And it was a little traumatizing. Like, don't ever just unannounced decide to tell your 13-year-old boy that you're going to clean your room with him. Like, I was in there and then I said, you know what? I'm going to give you 10 minutes and a trash bag and I'll come back. And this is your chance <laughs> to, like, just get rid of the things that you know are going to upset me. Just just take care of them. And then, and then we'll organize together. So this is the trauma that I've been through this week. I'm ready I to just, like... I appreciate it. Yeah, you, you do appreciate it. Trust me. <laughs> Very much. And uh, I will... I will relax when you're here. I'm excited. And then we'll we'll be able to pull it together for a show next week. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Hello. Oh, my, sorry. There's my microphone. Uh, it's much better. You'd, you'd think after 327 podcasts and many more additional, like, I have to call you back situations, that it wouldn't be such a shock that you need a microphone when we start each week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, like, mentally on vacation today. I'm I'm ready to be on vacation, but I'm not allowed to be on vacation. Yet. I have so much to do. I have like a house to prepare for a whole bunch of guests that are coming. Oh, really? Who's coming? I know, right? I don't know. These just these people from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that we're just the people from the internet. <laughs> And Russ. Like, Russ is also people from the internet. Yeah. It's my favorite people. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.